Another episode on the Gridiron Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Cav the Exclusive, and with me as always, producer Kim. Today we continue our coverage of the Carl J. Fulton League as we travel out west to sit down with Coach Juan Santiago of the Hilltop Cowboys. Now in football, there are all kinds of different coaches. I mean all kinds. You have the tactical, strategic coaches like Nick Saban. You have fundamental coaches who are more like teachers of the game. You have inspirational coaches who are my favorite because they instill confidence in the players. I mean, players that aren't even that good walk around like they're base. And that's my kind of coach. He gets us fired up. And then you have the skill development coach. And a lot of former players become great skill development guys and coaches because they work so long perfecting their craft and trying to get better. And just a quick story, a guy named Joe Mazzula played Division I basketball at West Virginia University. He didn't quite make it to the NBA, but he started his coaching career at a Division II school in West Virginia. And then seven years later, he's now coaching for the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. And that's just something crazy because he carved out a niche and became the best skill development coach I've ever seen in basketball. Nice. So, Coach Juan, how would you describe your coaching style? I'm definitely an inspirational one. You're inspirational. You yeah. like to get your guys fired up. Yeah, I'm, I'm the fire. I like to get them fired up, and you know, like you said, the confidence. I'm all about the confidence. I believe in if you're confident on the floor, on the field floor, whatever basketball court, eventually, it'll your game will catch up. You know, your game catches up to you. Exactly. So, but confidence is a big thing, man. You gotta be confident. Yep, you're not confident as you do. You can't be the best. Definitely. All right. I think a lot of parents and coaches need to hear this. Football is the ultimate team sport, all right? So if you're the quarterback, you can't throw the ball if your line's not blocking. Mm-hmm. If you're a receiver, you can't catch if the line isn't blocking, all right? So I want you to tell us, because I've seen you, I've seen firsthand how you coach your son and you put the team first. And Josiah, your son, Josiah Santiago, he's the real deal. But I want you to explain to the listeners out there how you are able to take off your dad hat, put on the coaching visor when you step on your gridiron? Well, let me see. I, I coached him. I've coached him, I think, three times. Okay. I've had him three times. He's won me two championships, so. And then we lost one together. Right. So, and so, but as a coach, if you coach him a few times, how do you keep it to where it's not all about, because he's your son, mm-hmm. and he is good. But how do you keep it just, it's not all about Josiah Santiago. It's about the team. Because obviously other parents, well, yeah. all he does is give it to his son or it's all about his right, son. How, right. do you, how do you separate the two? Because you won't even know he's my son. Because when I'm on the field, it's Josiah. Everybody hears me, you know, kid, what up? That's, that's my thing that he knows that I'm talking to him. But when I get on that field, I'm focused on everybody. I can't just focus on my son. I had to learn that early because, you know, even in the beginning, I, you know, I would focus on him a lot. And, you know, right. then I had to adjust, like, hold up. You're coaching. You have to coach everybody because parents are watching. Like you said, parents are like, mm, he over there with his, um, yeah, his son getting extra. Look at all this. Oh, he put his son with the skill position guys. And right. Stuff, you know, so, but for me, I didn't do that. When I coached, he was over there. I went away from him. You know, I, I always stayed away from him because of that because I want him to get comfortable not being coached by me, whether I'm on the sideline or whether I'm coaching him as the as a coach. Because yep. I coach him in basketball. I've had him since day one basketball. So, you know, he's always getting coached by me. But I had to learn on the field. I have to separate that. 
Yeah. I won't treat. I hear coaches yelling at him or saying some away that I may feel like it, it may be a little. I don't get in it. Why? Because he needs to learn. Like yeah. you ain't gonna like all your coaches. Like them all. Players out there. <laughs> You're not, not gonna, gonna like, like your coaches. Period. Thank you. That's just gonna happen. But even if you don't, it's okay not to like the way somebody may speak to you. But the respect has to always be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as long as the respect there, the dislike, I, I, I expect you to dislike me. Some of the stuff I know I'm gonna say. If I look in the mirror and say to myself, I might be a little older, you know, so exactly. I, mean, I understand the dislike. I know where it comes from. At co- as coaches at the grassroots level, at the young level that we're at, I feel like we have a responsibility to these young players by setting their foundation as football players and young men. Mm-hmm. How do you motivate your team for an upcoming game? So we just had the playoffs, you know, this past two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So just obviously that's what we play for is playoffs. So how did you guys get your team ready for the semifinal game and and then the championship game? What we always do, tell them they're the underdogs. Don't nobody respect y'all. Don't nobody like you. Like, we said that all week, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, New Birth was just a better team. You know, it's just, I just tipped their hat off to that senior team. They, was just, they had a lot that we had to deal with. We had to deal with, with injuries and stuff, but we don't make excuses over here. You know, that's not our style. We, we play with 11. We put 11 out there. We, we playing with 11. That's what we expect. To win with that eleven, so all this this year was about the underdog. We we felt like we was gonna be the underdog, especially when New Birth came to our field and really you know put it on us. Mm. People looked at the score and thought it was a bad so, game, but it really wasn't. With that, tell us a little bit about that game, because like you said, everybody who's been following the Carl J Football League knows the Hilltop Cowboys are the team to beat. Mm-hmm. So when they come in, check the scores, and they see New Birth Warriors who are new to the league, you know. Beat you guys. Yeah, 28 to 6. We're all looking like, what's going on? So, can you tell us a little bit what happened the first time around in the regular season? The first time, I think for us, we got mentally out of it. You know, it was a mental thing for us. Especially coaching staff. The coaching mm-hmm. staff, we got mentally out of our game. But we had four turnovers in the red zone. Also, awesome. you see what I mean? Yeah. That's a big thing, man. Turnovers are part of the game, unfortunately. And you can't dictate when they're going to come, when it's going to happen. <laughs> you can't dictate none of that. Yeah. Four of them in the red zone, though, and that's, one was a pick six. That's hard to recover from at man, any level. Man. Especially when you're driving, when you felt like, oh, we're moving the ball on this team. Because that mm-hmm. team was big, man. Everybody seen that New Birth team. Everybody knew who that New Birth team was, especially after they beat us. Yeah. Everybody was like, hold yeah. up. They beat the so, seniors like that? The Cowboys so, yeah. always going to get the best shot from their opposing team. Definitely. Right. Well, tell us. About how you how you felt during the historic run the Hilltop Cowboys put on 2015, where the entire organization went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. I'm talking four teams went undefeated, mm-hmm. and then went on to finish the deal in the Super Bowl and win all four championships. Tell us how you felt about that run and how it kind of just propelled the Cowboys into this dynasty that you guys are currently on. Man, that was that was historic, man. That's never happened. Man. You know, they say it happened back in the day, but, you know, I don't, I don't, so, I don't, I don't I've never heard of that. You know what I mean? I've never heard. I've heard a lot of undefeated teams, but a whole organization, oh, yeah, nah. That year, when we started, when it started, you know, it started as fun. You know, mm-hmm. we was calling it Sweep City. You know, that was, a, that was our thing. Sweep City was, sweep city. I'm telling you, I had, I had that, I had Sweep City going early. I'm like, Sweep City, we're going to sweep everybody every week. We're sweeping. And next, you know, like week three, week four, we like. Hold up, all the 
teams are real good. Like, yeah. we can really do this. So, boom, next thing you know, coaches meeting. Everybody gets together. Look, we're trying to go undefeated. That's the goal, period. Everybody, every level, take all the rings. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Boom. All on the same page. Next thing you know, every week it just picked up. Sweep city, sweep. Next thing you know, the crowd saying sweep, sweep city, sweep city. Oh, we were sweeping everybody that whole. Everybody was feeling that. Even games that we thought we was going to lose. <laughs> games that were close. Right. We still hilltop cowboyed it out. Yes, sir. <laughs> if I recall correctly, you said that you played for the Georgia Heights Packers growing up, and you were close to having your son play there as well. No, my nephew. Played. Your nephew, yeah, played, nephew there. played there. So what changed your mind and brought you and your son to the Cowboys? President, man. The president. The president. Tell us about him. Everybody know who he is. I knew it. <laughs> Dave, man. I know Dave. Dave, Dave Johnson. Okay. He's the president of the Hilltop Cowboys. Um, Everybody knows him. You know, he was, I know Dave a long time. So, you know what I mean? It was, he seen me running out of Kroger. He seen Josiah running out of Kroger's <laughs> one day. He was like, he looked at me like, that's your son? I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, you need to bring him over there. I'm like, where? Hilltop Cowboys. I'm like. Hilltop Cowboys, <laughs> you know, Hilltop Cowboys, I know, right. from the car, Jay, they was never good. It was, you know, that was an automatic win every time. So I was like, man, I don't know, man. I talked to wife, you know, you know, just did that. I went and talked to her, you know, I, I told her, like, you know, he wanted us to come over there. And I was like, you know, I'm, and I'm interested because, you know, I was, I'm a Packer, though, for life. Right. I'm telling you, Hilltop Cowboys, Georgia High Packers is hard team all day, but you know, he just felt like it was. It'd be good if he he just set his own. My nephew set a trend over there. They got a something out of a legacy over there. So <laughs> why not start your own over here? And you know, exactly. it's, it's been the best decision ever, man. I swear. So with that first season when you guys came over, how'd that season go? What year was that? Do you remember? That was ninety four. No, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. You came over to the Cowboys. Yep. Two thousand four was his first year playing. And how how'd that season go? I didn't, think, I didn't think he was gonna make it. I honestly didn't think he was gonna make it. Why? Because he was he wanted to quit. He didn't like the contact. He didn't like to get hit. He didn't like none of that. So every day I was calling her. I'm like, look, I don't know if he's gonna make it. I mean, I'm dealing with him crying every day. You know, because he, he never played contact. He went straight into contact. No flag, none of that. That was his first sport ever. Contact off the top. And it was just, you know. It was hard, man. It was a struggle the first, like, three months. Any kid struggling or any situation, period, you're not the only one who went through it or is going through it. So how did you or your family help Josiah get past that struggling part of his career? Man, we just kept pushing. You know, if it wasn't that, you know, for my wife pushing, like, nah, we ain't quitting. We ain't giving up. You have to learn. Yeah, he's going to have to learn. He's going to have to adjust. And gradually, man, like I said, when he, when he finally figured out, like, oh, hold up. I can avoid getting hit and then hit. Oh, man. Hit or be hit. Listen, the very first game of the year, his first year, he he got the game. Boy, he had like 11 solo tackles. He's flying over that's when head. we knew. That's when I knew, like, he's going to be a great defender. Man. You know, that's a testament to you, your wife, his mother, that you guys didn't let him quit. You know, yeah. he's gonna, So he's going to take that, not just in football, but just in life. Yeah. So you don't think and that's the goal. Like, I don't want you to quit in life. Like I said, what you do on the field, that's just a bone. And that, that, that leads me into my next question. So you kind of already answered, but going to it, you might have more to say. What life lessons do you hope your son gains from the game of football? Like what I always tell my kids, I take with the good with the bad, man. 
football, sports will teach you about good and bad always. The, the highs and lows. The highs and lows. So when you get into life, guess what? Life is going to be hard. Yep. <laughs> life is going to have its highs, lows, middles. It's yeah. going to have it all. But, you know, when you learn how to go through that struggle and take that adversity and say, you know what? It's hard, but I'm going to be all right. And, you know, that's that's the biggest thing is just that, that, that keep striving. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't give up because it's hard. All right. Throughout your career, playing and coaching. So take it back, memory lane for a second. What local organization would you say is the most challenging opponent as a coach and a player? West Mountain, man. West Mountain. <laughs> That's the rivals. Okay. West Mountain is all rivals. It's a lot of it's a lot of intertwined with West Mountain mm-hmm. and Hilltop. Like as far as coaches on down, like you got kids that live next to each other. One go to West Mountain, one go to Hilltop. Right. That's the struggle in here. That's the struggle on the hilltop. That's so it's it's a battle for players and yeah. coaches and then your friends. So, yeah. You know, yeah. we're in class together, but come 6 o'clock, and I'm bragging, West And bragging rights. And, you know, it's always a bragging right. That's why when we play them, it's always, you know, it's personal. It's People intense. be like, you would think the two the two most, quote, unquote, ghetto team, you know, because we, we get a lot of inner city. You know, we get right. a lot of the kids that are, you know, are actually out. You know, they out here. I mean, everybody know about the hilltop. It's not a secret. So. Right. So you so-called hood teams, it's never nothing pops off. You know, it's never a problem. Yep. And it's always when we go against other teams. Like, they they can't feed off the energy we give. They they don't like that energy. West Mount feed off of it. <laughs> and they give it back to us. So it's like, yeah, it's a, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, so good. you know what I mean? Who, who going to win? You know, so that's a constant. And the week before, we always, you know, I get together with a couple of the West Mount. We always hang out the night before the game. Mm-hmm. It's just a tradition. Like I said, is that's how entrenched this rivalry yeah, is. So what? So for the for those who don't know what Coach Ron is saying, these guys, it's a brotherhood for them. Mm-hmm. It's a rivalry, but they're still friends, and they still have the same goal about getting these kids, teaching them the game of football, teaching them about life and the ups and downs, like you said earlier. And speaking about West Mound, I seen those guys at the playoffs. They had a lot of energy. I know you guys always bring the energy, have a lot of swag. But I don't know. I seen I seen one coach over here with a West Mound. Tracksuit on, he had a big turnover type chain. Yeah, that's my that bro. I've been seeing. That's my and bro. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know this man, but he seems like the kind of coach I want to play for. <laughs> that's my bro. That's Matt Johnson. That's my brother. That's right. my brother. That's the yeah, one man. I. That's the. That's my main source as far as who I link up with when it comes right. to West Mount. Because we, like him and his brother, his son was over here with us. His one, oh. <laughs> his son won a championship with the Hilltop okay. Cowboys. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? So that's how I deep it is. Him. Like that's how real it is. Like even though he don't like us. The respect is there for us. Yeah. Like, he know, like, I want to beat y'all. Every year, Matt want to beat us. Yeah, yeah. Every year, I got to hear it. I work <laughs> with him, too, so I got to hear it. At work, I hear it, you know? So, okay. it's, it's, it's that deep. That's how deep the rivalry is. So, right, so, now, what about when you played? Who was the toughest? Who was the team that you guys like? Was the Stars, the Georgia Heights? And the Stars, who would you say was the, the team? Packers was always Westland. Westland. The Cougars. Westland Cougars. Westland. They're, not, they're not in the league no more. Right. But when you played, it was Westland It was Westland. Westland always tried to be like the Packers. Okay. And they tried. They tried. They would try and bring, but they could never beat, they could never beat the Packers. Yeah, they could never beat the Packers. <laughs> never. Can't beat that. When I was over there, Georgia Height never lost to the Packers. Never no, lost. Hold on. Georgia Height never lost to the Packers. That don't even sound right. It's all right. Nah, but we never lost to the Cougars. Cool. So, but Coach Juan... As a youth football coach, what's your favorite part about working with kids? 
just to build, man, to build them, build character, build character. Because character, man, I, I, I'm still learning how to build, so I know yep. like, how long it takes to get character, you know, having strong character, so. Great answer, building character, and that leads me to my next question. So in practice, what particular drill gets you excited? So I, it could be a hit drill, it could be something simple as mine, when I was a player, I was a receiver, one-on-ones. Yeah. It was just me and the DB, that was my favorite drill. A lot of people like hitting drills, but mine was just embarrassing you, going over the top, mossing you. That was my favorite drill. Right. What gets you excited? Mine is always the the straight-up hitting. I want to see, because I like the moves. Because, you know, over there, we call it the ookie-dookie. The ookie You know, when you get hit with the ookie-dookie, <laughs> I like to see the ookie-dookie. So the hitting drills is always good, man. That's... Cause I think I think when you hit, man, it's just you gotta get used to hit. You gotta get used right. to getting hit. Yep. Hit, Early. Be hit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get used to getting hit. So keep this. We're gonna keep this thing going. And then, do you guys, since hitting is your favorite, you know, gets you going, gets a lot of people excited. We love putting those pads on. That first week is always one of the most exciting weeks in practice. Mm-hmm. Now, how how much do you guys stress the importance of proper tackling and safety? That's the priority. Top priority is tackle right. You know, because safety is everything, man. Because this game, you're going to get hurt. It's a violent game. It's a violent game. You're going to get hurt as it is. So, mm-hmm. teaching proper technique is just to limit those kind of injuries that we don't want to see on the field. You know, that kid on the floor with him, his right. can't feel no bone. He can't feel nothing. He's stuck. You know, we don't want those injuries. So, proper technique is the most important thing. If you're not teaching the kid how to tackle right, you might as well not put him on the field because. Yeah, I, it's gonna happen. He's I, gonna get hurt. <laughs> I think that really comes down to the level that we're coaching, that you're coaching at at the youth level. It's proper tackling because we see it every Sunday and even Saturday, and then Friday nights at high school level. Mm-hmm. People are not wrapping up, just putting their head down and throwing a shoulder. Trying right to hit the big, the big. Yeah, hit. and it uh, especially as an Eagles fan, we can't tackle for anything in the NFL. And they're pros. Yeah. Wrap up. Wrap Forgetting up. what their Coach Wands were saying to them, you know, exactly. 20 years ago. Yeah, so the fundamentals, up. that takes you all the way throughout your career. Yeah, right? always. A, a, like, like I always tell myself, don't ever tackle different. Tackle the same way you always do. Perfect. Head up, always. Now Coach Wands, do you prefer offense or defensive play calling? If you're, called, if you're a coordinator, would you choose to be an O coordinator or a D coordinator? And why? I think the D, because I'm still learning the O, you know, I'm still, mm-hmm. learning, I'm still learning the X's and O's. Like, since I moved up to the seniors, now the X's and O's is coming more. Right. I have, you know, I'm learning more how to read defenses. But defense, man, defense is fun to call, especially when you're calling the right place. <laughs> when you're calling the right place and you yeah. see it happen, that's a great well, thing. You're literally you. shutting down what that want Exactly, and that's oh. what we, we, we want. We play every level. We talk about defense. That's our thing. We play defense because we know we're going to score. Yeah. But we want to stop everybody. And obviously, you guys are, you know, championships every year. So exactly, defense. So and if you if you if you watch that junior team, when the when the starters would go on the bench, and if the the second team would give up a touchdown, mm-hmm. they'd be on the sideline mad. Yep. Like, I, I mean, really mad. Like, we don't want to give up nothing. We don't want look the seniors. We said no, nineteen. <laughs> no, nineteen. They get no nineteen. <laughs> so you're a coach who's coached at the very youngest level, which is the micro level, the babies, and now you're coaching the seniors, the guys getting ready to go on to high school football. Could you tell us what's the biggest difference is coaching the micros to the seniors? Well, when you coach, coaching the micros is, is about developing them. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we have to start. That's the developing process of getting them ready, getting them primed, getting them the first year. Playing the first year, the babies. You know, when they babies, man, they they either you either gonna he's either gonna have it or he's not. You'll learn early when they're young, mm-hmm. especially when they get hit. But when they when learning the senior level, they already know a lot. So it's not too much we have to teach. Now it's just about molding, molding, you know, molding them, defining, defining the you know the fine the craft that's already came. They send it to us. They're like, oh, we gotta finish this up. So you know, right, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest difference. Keep it going. But uh, so the micros taking the back real fast. It's their first year playing, so they're gonna have a lot of highs and lows. First time getting hit. What do you do? I know you got some ones that cry. How do you? How do you get them back up on their feet that when it's not your kid? You got to talk to them different. It's hard, man. It's hard to get a kid back when he got when he got he took a good lick. <laughs> and we're going to say a good lick. When you take a good lick. But, I mean, it's just, my thing is, when I see somebody get hit hard and they get up, I'll be like, you got up, right? Mm-hmm. It hurt, didn't it? I know it hurt. I heard it. I seen it. We all heard it. We seen it. But you got up. And look, you're walking back in line. Yep, next play. You can keep going. Look at this. You hurt. I know it hurt. <laughs> but you willing to get back in that line and do it again? You ready to go? Yes, sir. You ready? When my son took his first hit, he didn't want to play. He didn't want to play no more. I've been there. My first hit was woo. No more. He, you hear me? He didn't want to play no more <laughs> his first big hit. Literally wanted to go play with the little kids that were still, like, barely walking out there. Like, he wanted to go play with them. No, nah, man, you need to get back over. No, he didn't want to get over there. And like I said, when it clicked in his head, like about not getting hit, not getting hit. Oh, I can create this contact and it don't hurt me. Yeah. It clicked and it was good. It was all good. But in the beginning, when he first, when he was getting hit, yeah. mm, mm, every hit was like, Ugh, I don't know if he's going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, he might not make it. All right, the Hilltop Cowboys are currently in a dynasty. They're dominating the KJF Football League. And I'm here with Coach Juan. What makes your organization so special? What makes it special? There's a lot of things that can make it special, but I think the special thing is is that we all have a genuine love for each other. And we genuinely just want these kids to win, you know, Mm -hmm. in life. Bump, Bump the sports. Right. I don't care about the sport. I tell the kids every day, I don't care about what you do on this field. Basketball court, nothing. That don't, that's just bonus for me. I want to see you succeed as a man. I love that answer. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, Hilltop Cowboys, our organization is about building, like I said, building character, building integrity. We lack this in the inner city. So, yes. we need that back. We need all those things back. We need character. We need integrity. We need just genuine love, man. And, I, and that's kind of one reason why we started this podcast is, not only the you know give exposure and highlight the talented football players we have in Ohio, but also get those get the voice of people like you and all the coaches at the Hilltop Cowboys organization who are about inspiring and helping these young men become better because mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have that proper role model and that's why they end up in the street yeah. and stuff like that. So you guys getting your voice out there and what you do, maybe other teams or parents they come to the Cowboys now because they heard Coach Juan speak. Yeah, and they like what you're preaching. So hopefully. now they're bringing their kids on over, and we're just building football and our youth as a whole in the city. Yeah, I want I want them kids that are struggling. I want the ones that don't think hope is, it ain't no more hope. I want those kids. Because, you know, when you give them a little hope, then they'd be like, ah, 
Yeah. Okay, maybe I can. Maybe I can do something. To strive for. You know, it's maybe the I can. What happened to the maybe I can? Right. We don't do maybe I can no more. Now it's it's too hard. I'm bumping. I quit. I'm giving up. I'm backing up. I don't want that no more. No, what you mean? Adversity will make you strong. Trust me, it will. It don't seem like it will, but it will. It's hard. Adversity, exactly. You don't want to go through adversity. Nobody wants to go through the heartaches. But I think the biggest problem we have is the disconnect between when we got them and when they go to high school. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The disconnect. I wish the high school was more involved with the I agree. football. I agree. Because 100%. if we can keep the same energy we give them, because when we got them, Hey, where he at? What he doing? What he on? What he right. on? I know. Oh, he being a knucklehead? I'm coming. I'm going to come holler at him. I'll come to his school. What? No hesitation. But the disconnect is when we when we, when they leave our organization, they go to high school, they don't feel that same energy. Yeah. So guess what? Now it's, yeah. I don't care about school. I don't care about sports. Oh, my homies is over there. Look, he got money. He got Jays. Mm, he fresh. He got girls on drug money. Oh, let me go over there. That's where we losing them. We're losing them when they go to high school. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's it. Has nothing to do with the high schools. It's just the fact that the way we coach and the way coaches and high school coaches is not the same. We want to be more father figure, right. loving. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you're doing. I want to make sure you're good. I want to make sure your life is right. I want to make sure you're doing you're going on the right path. When they get to high school, the coaches only see them in practice. Yep. You know what I mean? Or in school every now and again. But you're not putting in the time that. We need these kids need this type of time. They need the type of time that the youth the youth coaches give them. Right, and I'm glad that you answered that because me, I'm a high school basketball coach myself, and so I'm listening to you. Mm. And basically, so we need to create a bridge yeah. between that level, youth level, high school level, mm-hmm. and like you said, they're like father figures. We're checking on you with on the football field, all the football field class. Uh, yeah, most high school coaching stuff. We're just are you doing good in class? Basically, are you eligible? Right. That's all you're good. You got A's and B's. You're not worried about what you're doing, you know, after 6 o'clock. Exactly. So. Exactly. Disconnect, man. It's the disconnect. Like, when we got them, it's like this. So, when they go into high school, we may, we got some good high school coaches. They might know who we are, but it's like this. But guess what? There's holes in that. Mm -hmm. So, eventually, that's, they just trickle through the good ones. We, I've seen some, I mean. At, just at the Cowboys alone in the last six years, I've seen talent that just, I mean, ridiculous. Him in high school, you're like, What's, what are you doing? No, go ahead. How you getting in trouble? We've had a few. we got a few that, that are doing great, man. They're doing great. That are doing D1 stuff that came through the organization. But there's a lot we've lost. Yep. There's a lot that we've lost. Because like I said, that disconnect between. All right. We're back. And we have a special guest joining us. Coach Juan Santiago's wife, Priscilla Santiago. And now, for our listeners, if you haven't seen the Hilltop Cowboys Facebook page, get on there. You'll see the best photos in the league. Priscilla Santiago takes the photos for the Cowboys. And I mean, she's right up on the field. They look like professional photos, like they're playing in the NFL. And I love seeing it. And it makes just the kids, who doesn't like seeing their picture, getting action shots, and things like that. She's a professional photographer. She just doesn't do football games. She takes all kind of photos. So we brought her on just to speak about her photography, why she loves the Hilltop Cowboys, and anything else she wants to say. 
Well, for me, it started off, I was taking pictures with my iPhone mm -hmm. for my son's basketball games. And then he, my husband he gifted me the camera, and I'm taking pictures of all his games. And then once football started last year, 2018, because the person that used to take the pictures for the football game was Eric Morgan. And unfortunately, he passed of cancer. That's why you see the lime green besides the pink yeah, the during green, October. So the lime green is to honor his memory. He was the one that created the Hilltop Cowboys page. And the initial pictures you see on there on that page, they were all him. So and keeping his memory alive and, you know, because it's not just about my son. If I wanted it to be, all you see is highlights of my son. Yeah, and I see that it's not on your But page. at the end of the day, from the mic, since my son's been in with the micros that he started in 2014 till now, all those kids have grown with my son. So they're like my nephews. They're like, you know, they're family. So I'm not just going to focus on my son. I need to focus, you know, on junior, you know, on top flight, you know. I, I'm there from the morning all the way to the last game because a lot of those kids and parents, we're friends, we're family. Exactly. You know? And you said that you're there from the morning to the last game. And we all know football is it's a long sport. And it's four games that day. You're out there and you're supporting other people's children because they're your family too. And that's what's so great about football in general, and especially the Hilltop Cowboys. Now, Coach Juan, I want you to step back over here. Yes, sir. So, we ask this question to each people we interview, each organization. Now, I love concession stand food. When I go to football games, I'm looking for some nachos. I'm looking for whatever you have. So, Sel, what is your favorite item at you guys' concession stand? I would say the cheeseburger. I was about to say the burgers, the too. Burger? The burgers be bang. How good is the burger? I mean, we all sell it's, burgers. It's real good. It's real Especially good. put some onions on it. What else um, do we have over there? Man, they have a little bit of everything. They have they the walking tacos. Walking tacos. tacos. The hot dogs. The brats. I mean, just the basic um, hot dog hamburgers. You yeah. know, basic um, concession stand food. It's just the love that's put into it. They put love. Perfect. All right. Before we wrap this up, I'm going to give Coach Juan and his wife Priscilla just... The open mic. Whatever you want to say about the Cowboys, go ahead and let us know why this organization is so great. Well, for me, like the hashtag that we always go by, four levels, one family. It's not four different teams. It's one team made of four levels, and we're a family. And it shows. Because from the micro minis to the seniors, we all know each other. We all know the kids by name. You know, it's not just my the level my son plays on. It's all the levels. We're all one family. Which one? I'll piggyback that. That's just mm -hmm. four levels, one family. That's our mentality. All the coaches on down to the general, the head general, head general, George. It's about, you know, the organization, period. It's about the kids, man. That's all we care about. We will, People can say what they want about our organization, I, you know, I, that all the, you know, stigma about mm -hmm. our, who we are, we are. But at the end of the day, it's about family, it's about us. We're going we're gonna to ride, we're going to fight, we're going to do all that together. We may fight amongst each other, but we ain't going to let nobody fight with us, against yeah. us. That's just not how we roll. Like, we're going to ride with each other, period. You know what I mean? Four levels, we mean that. Like, I'll be there all day. I'll be there in the morning. I got my I got a nephew that played micro, so. But I'm there, even if he wasn't there, I'm st we there all day because of that. We want We want everybody to feel that same energy. It has to be love. They can't just see their coaches and think, hold on, are we four level one family? I only know my coaches. 
Right. If I can say something, there's games that we've gone to, and you see every time there's a level player playing from the micros all the way to the seniors, you see how the people start leaving, mm -hmm. and there's nobody supporting either the the juniors or the minis mm -hmm. or the seniors. Cowboys sideline is lit Stay from the beginning <laughs> to the end. I already know. Like Stay I said, we're going to support our team because we're a family. Yep. And families levels, support the family. family. Yeah, four levels, one family. Gridiron Prep would like to thank Coach Juan. Thank you, sir. For coming on the show. His wife, Priscilla, for also coming on the show. Not even knowing that she was going to be on here. Came here with some <laughs> great answers, great energy. We love it here. Again, this is Gridiron Prep. Want to thank and want to thank our audience. This is our first show. The audience, the fam here. Yeah. Hey, just plain and simple. You want to shut us up? Beat us. Period. Hilltop Cowboys. We rock this. Yes, sir. Gridiron Prep. That's thank all you. it's about. We're about the kids. We're about winning. Period. You want to come? You want to shut us up? Beat us. Yes, sir. That's it. You beat us, you get our respect. If you can't beat us, don't tell me to hush. Yep. When you get to junior, I don't know what level, junior, senior level, you guys struggle. Do you lose players to the middle school teams, to yeah. Norton? Sometimes. Good thing is the West Side, a lot of middle schools don't have football teams. Oh, okay. So unless they go to this school. You're good. You're okay. But most, for the most part, we don't. they hardly even go play middle school. So okay. If they're playing for us, they don't. Right. they rather come back over here. They know, like, yeah, I'd rather come over here. <laughs> I was going to high school. We have one of our kids, Kim's son. He wants to come back. Yeah, he wants to come senior team. I told you, the senior team that I showed you upstairs, they're going to be mad. Oh, it ain't going to in a row. I can't wait for next year. Oh, next year, Josiah's Nah, they're all Josiah's, moving up. Yeah. Josiah's line moving up, meeting with the second year yeah, senior. Yeah, the second year oh, that's senior. That's the team that has a, that's the team I tell you hasn't lost when they're all together. Yeah, they haven't lost. When they all together, they have not so, lost. So, you know, you're talking to me, so they're going to have a lot of preseason hype. Yeah. We're going to be hyping them. Oh, the seniors. Listen, that senior team. So, what graduating class is that? What So. Like, yeah, yeah. A high school, yeah. would they what, be graduating high school? What school? group is that? Like, what? Uh, um, so, seniors right now, they're in 7th and 8th grade, right? Yeah, 7th, 8th grade. They're in middle school. So, they'd be like... But Josiah's a second year junior, he's in 6th grade. Yeah, so he graduated in... Which year? He's 2025. 2024? 2025. 2024, 25. Yeah, 24, 25. That's that class. The 24 class is Jamir and them, generally. Okay. That's the group that... They just they lost their first game this year. Oh, okay. Well, two of them they actually lost two, but they hadn't lost in this league. They never lost in this league. 2014. Till, till this year. Mm. Yeah, which that's general. That's one of the generals. The um, he's George's grandson. Okay. He's the the the, the, the president, which is you know the 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 owner. And he was yeah. the quarterback. He was yeah he was the, he's he's the, the little guy. Number three. That's general. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's general. Okay. Yeah, why are you calling that? Why are you calling that? Yeah. He's the general. I figured it out. Like, this kid has this little. Little. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah. right? to be something. Yeah, no, I'm like. We, we, when we put to come up there to get signed, when we were signing him up for football his first year, general had him out there already teaching. Wow. No pads or nothing. I'm looking That's up. I'm looking back. Listen, I told I'm, you. Like I'm looking like a leader or something. I'm like, hold up, he's over there. I told her, I said, look, he over there showing Josiah. I go over there. I'm like, who is you? I'm like, what's your name? He's like, Jimmy. I'm like, Jimmy, man. I'm like, hold up. And you know, I know, his, I know his dad. Then dad was since way back. So his dad was in high school when I moved out here. So you know, I know him way back in the day. So I was like, hold up, you're Johnson's son. I'm like. I'm like, man, you a general. 
I said, you out here showing my son how to play football. I ain't nobody out here. You just, and, uh, and I love that. Number 10, that's what he calls top flight. Top flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah we seen him. I'm going yeah, to link you up with them, too. I talk. Yeah, Duran is the name. Duran. Yeah, I call him top flight. 